Welcome to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD, a fresh perspective on relationships, success, and happiness for high-achieving moms. Hey there, it's Jenny. Welcome back to another episode of Rethink Your Rules. It's funny, I have been saying the intro for a while, and I kind of had a thought today that I'm pretty sure my podcast editor slash husband says my name and the name of the podcast before I even pop on here in his intro, but I can't seem to come up with another way to start this podcast off that doesn't sound awkward. Uh, So anyway, sorry if you're hearing me say over and over my name, but that's what rolls off my tongue. Uh, This week, I wanted to share with you an example of how to use the question, do I like my reasons in your self-coaching? So I've mentioned this probably a few times if you've listened to all of my episodes, but um, this concept of liking your reasons isn't something that I've actually dedicated an entire episode to, and I think it's actually really important and really useful, so I wanted to highlight it. It actually came up in last week's episode, which was called uh, You Don't Have to Do Anything, and it included a really practical way to go through your schedule when you're feeling overwhelmed and decide whether you want to really keep doing all the things that you've said yes to. And I do recommend listening to that episode. I think it's really valuable. My clients have really found that strategy useful. But even if you haven't listened to that episode, I think that this question of do I like my reasons for doing something uh, which was one of the elements of that that conversation, uh, can also be useful in many other contexts. So when we think about this question, do I like my reasons, what I mean by that is when you find yourself doing something and you feel uncomfortable, that is not always a problem. Now, our brain wants to make the discomfort a problem because, remember, our primitive brain is motivated by seeking pleasure and avoiding pain or avoiding discomfort, uncomfortable feelings. So anytime we're doing something that creates discomfort, whether someone else doesn't like what we're doing or whether it causes pain for us personally or whether, you know, it's just difficult and challenging, right? Uh, Like, I don't know, taking a test or holding a boundary with your kid or, you know, doing something you know your parents aren't going to approve of, whatever the case, right? You do something, there's a discomfort that may come along with it. So as you're going through your life and you find yourself feeling uncomfortable for whatever reason, and honestly, if you think about my idea of rethinking your rules, right, the five rules I talk about, um, the arguing with reality, people-pleasing, perfectionism, hyper-rationality, hustle culture, all these things are rules that we follow, quote-unquote, unwritten rules that we follow, because we think by following them, we're going to avoid discomfort, right? So we think, our primitive brain thinks there's this reality where if we, you know, we do everything right, we please everyone and get approval from everyone, we check all the things off of our to-do list, we take care of our patients in the way that's the most logical, the most rational, has the most data behind it, you know, all these things. We think if we do that, that 
we can avoid feeling uncomfortable, like on some deep level. Of course, when you say it out loud, it's ridiculous because there's always some discomfort. You can't please everyone. You can't do everything perfectly. But in the moment, notice your your brain is thinking, okay, like all we can do is like, if we follow this rule that we've been taught for a long time, we can avoid feeling bad. And trust me, this does relate back to this question of do I like my reasons? Okay, because here's why. If we accept that part of life is taking an action and sometimes there's a discomfort that comes with it, right? We have to decide which discomfort is worth it's worth it. Which discomfort, as my coach would say, which discomfort is going to take you in the direction you want to go? And that is where this question, do I like my reasons for doing this, is so powerful. And I had an experience the other day that I think was such a great example of this. So I was in the car and I was trying to turn right. You know, I live in Seattle. The traffic's crazy. There's, you know, all these tiny little roads where there's not really enough room for two lanes. And so we're all squeezed in there. Um, We're right near the high school. The kids have gotten out. They're kind of straggling across the street. So I'm trying to turn right across a crosswalk on a very busy street. And in front of me, there's someone that is very slowly sort of making their way through the crosswalk. So I can't turn right because I am, you know, don't want to hit this person. And one of the things I learned and, you know, all my driver's ed and everything is like, if the person is anywhere in the crosswalk, you aren't supposed to turn. And that seems like a good safe rule. So I generally try to follow it. So I'm waiting there and behind me is a person getting very frustrated because they want to go ahead and I think they maybe wanted to go straight. I don't know. Maybe they wanted to turn. But their perspective was that I should turn into through this crosswalk and I felt like that was unsafe for the person in the crosswalk. And for whatever reason, this person behind me was very frustrated that I wasn't turning more quickly. And so if you live in a city, you might be able to picture this scenario, right? So here I am. I'm in a hurry too. I would like to go right and get on with my day. I'm waiting for this person because I have a value system that tells me that I should not put my desire to get moving uh, ahead of this person's safety and that it's a, a rule and a law, right? And I'm sitting there and the person behind me is really upset about it. And here's what's interesting about that. In that moment, I didn't have a whole lot of drama. Like, I definitely noticed it, and I definitely noticed it was very uncomfortable to be sitting in that position with this person behind me unhappy, right? So I was not able to please the person behind me. I was not able to get their approval. So the the part of me that does have this people-pleasing sensibility, that doesn't want drama, that doesn't want to disappoint people, that want, I, you know, that part of me was very uncomfortable. You know, it was like, I wish I could, like, get out and explain to this person so they can see that I'm not trying to upset them. I'm trying to do the right thing. Maybe they don't understand. What are they missing? Right. This part of me that like was really did not enjoy the discomfort of someone behind me being upset. Right. There's another part of me that did not want the discomfort of being the person that drove across the street, you know, through this crosswalk, potentially harming another person or making them feel unsafe. Okay. And so now this all happens right in a blink of an eye, but Here's what you'll notice with such a simple, clear-cut example. In that moment, I felt uncomfortable, and almost unconsciously, right, I asked myself, do I like my reasons for sitting here 
being uncomfortable with the person behind me being mad. (laughs) And it was a clear yes. Yeah, I like this reason. I like what I'm doing here. My discomfort over this person behind me being displeased is preferable to the discomfort of harming another person or breaking a law, right? And if I had let myself get into like kind of like crowding them through or trying to rush ahead of them, not that would not have been uh, something I would have liked where I would have liked my reasons, right? So if I had tried to, let's say, cut quickly through the intersection while the person was in the other part of the crosswalk, so technically like not hitting them, but kind of like squeezing in in a way that was a little bit more aggressive, uh, my reasons for doing that would have been one, to please the person behind me, and two, honestly, my own desire to get there to where I was going on time because you know me I'm always a little bit late so I could have done that probably I wouldn't have hurt that person right but if I had done that I would have not liked my reasons because my reasons would have been people pleasing and hustle and selfishness and you know whatever and those reasons don't feel like good reasons to me to do something what did feel like a good reason was sitting there calmly being a good person, what in my mind is a good person, like a, a, you know, a safe, thoughtful driver who lets the pedestrian have their time and is patient and whatever. And so I know this, I'm like really drawing out this example, but it's because I think that stories and analogies are one of the most powerful ways to learn and illustrate these concepts in our lives. So when I talk with you on this podcast about people-pleasing, or when I talk with you about your overwhelming schedule, or saying no to something, or canceling something, or even when I talk with you about, you know, parenting where your kids are unhappy, uh, other people are judging you about your kids, you know, and you're trying to decide, like, how much does it matter to, you know, set this boundary for my child or be flexible on this boundary, whatever the case, any of those times, you'll notice one of the concepts I come back to is, you know, there's not always a black and white, this is the quote unquote right thing to do. And it doesn't always feel in the moment black and white and easy and clear cut like it did for me in the car the other day. Sometimes it feels really murky. Sometimes we're sitting there and we subconsciously are like, I don't want any discomfort. And we're sitting there in the car metaphorically, right? And if we turn or if we don't turn, there's discomfort. It's going to feel bad. We feel like we're in a no-win situation because we can't avoid the discomfort, right? And when it comes to things like personal relationships, it can be much more difficult to choose which discomfort you want to deal with. To It can be much more difficult to know which reason you like, you know, which reason you want to use to justify your next move than it is in the car like that, right? Like, and that's why I'm drawing this one out. And I, that's why I love this example, because after that happened, I thought, wow, this is like a great example for me to take in my life. Like the feeling you should have when you are deciding to allow discomfort and choosing something that might bother someone else, that might break one of your rules, right? Breaking your perfectionism rule, your people-pleasing rule, your hustle rule, whatever it is. When you're doing that, there will be discomfort. And when you ask yourself, do I like my reasons, the feeling you want is that same feeling that you would get when you're sitting there calmly putting human life before your schedule, putting human life before someone else's frustration with you about their schedule or someone else pushing you, right? Like, that's the goal, right? You want to feel that great about it. Because then if that person behind me had come up and had some kind of, you know, problem with what I was doing, 
you know, let's, I, this is crazy. I've had this happen before where someone literally followed me because they weren't happy with the choice I made in the car and like got out of the car and like got mad at me about it. Um, I seem to bring this out in people. I don't know why. Um, but let's say that had happened. While that would have been scary and frustrating, I would have been very, you know, calm and measured as I responded to them because I would have known that what I did back there, I did for reasons that I liked, and I would have felt really great about it, and I would have been able to defend and justify that better. So I hope that as you're listening to this, you picture somewhere in your life where maybe you aren't sure whether you want to do what someone else wants you to do, you're not. You're trying to stop people pleasing, you're trying to say yes to things you don't want to do. Maybe you're trying to get out of work on time, but you're you can't stop writing those really long notes or spending more time with your patients or trying to please your boss or you know whatever it is, whatever rule you're trying to rethink, whatever decision you're trying to make. I want you to ask yourself, do I like my reasons? And I want you to really think about when you think about your reasons on either side, which one makes me feel that clear, that clarity about what I want to do that aligns with my values. And this is the beauty of coaching, right? And and this is what's so interesting about life is that not everyone is going to make the same decisions. Like when I coach clients, one of the reasons I ask this is because I don't actually always know which reasons they're going to like for doing something. Like I have to really suspend my beliefs about what I think is a good reason to do something, right? Like I might have certain thoughts based on my family experience or my personality or my goals for myself in terms of growth and things that, so I might have, if I actually ask myself, gosh, I think this person should do this because it's best for their personal growth, right? But that's my reason that I like. They really need to identify the reason they like. Maybe their value in that moment is not that they want more growth. Maybe their value in that moment that they treasure most is time with their family or relaxing or sleep or whatever. And that's actually amazing. I don't have the right answer. What I have is the ability to ask those questions and help you ask those questions and answer them for yourself. And this is what we want to do. We want to answer them for ourselves, like our reasons from a place of knowing that our perspective is the one that matters and we can trust ourselves and trust our perspective. So I hope that you found this really thought-provoking and you know, this is my ADHD pulling together concepts that might seem totally unrelated, but I do think if you try it out and you remember this example as you're, you know, maybe encountering discomfort this week or indecision, try asking yourself, do I like my reasons? And think of this example and see what comes up. And if you don't know or you're not sure, that's totally normal. Most of my clients don't. This is why I work with people for six months together because unpacking this can take some time when you've had a lifetime of being a a high achieving woman who usually you don't think about your own reasons. You're usually just going through and doing everything everyone's told you you should want and all the things that have worked for you in the past. And none of that is bad. It just takes some time to look at the world differently. And as you get further into your career and your life, it sometimes becomes more and more important to actually do that. And it's nice to have someone along the way to guide you who's been there and who is able to partner with you in that journey, even when other people may not fully understand it. So that is what I'm here for. That is what I do. If this sounds at all interesting to you, you don't have to have it all figured out. 
set up a consult call. It's free. There's no pressure. It's just me hearing what's going on with you and talking about how we can design a plan to help you that's specific and practical and useful. And then you deciding if it's the right time for you. And I got to say, the holidays are usually a great time. So I'm here and I hope you have an amazing week. We will be back with more next time. Thanks for listening to Rethink Your Rules with Jenny Hobbs, MD. Would you like to learn more about how to apply this to your own life through personalized coaching with Jenny? Visit us on the web at jennyhobbsmd.com to schedule a free consultation. If you found value in what you heard today, please consider subscribing to the podcast and giving us a five-star rating so we can reach even more women like you.